You're listening to the Ed Recovery Blog Podcast, where we talk about eating disorder recovery, body image, self-love, and everything in between. Ed Recovery Blog's content is operated by someone who has been through eating disorder recovery. The content presented on our platform should not be taken as medical advice and is not coming from a licensed therapist. Always consult with your treatment team with any changes to your recovery treatment. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Ed Recovery Blog Podcast. This week is Eating Disorder Awareness Week, and we are going to be devoting today's episode to giving some statistics and some information about eating disorders that we think would be helpful to share for our listeners. And if our listeners want to send this podcast to anyone that they wish that they knew a little bit more about eating disorders, we want this episode to be able to fill that role for you. Also, make sure that you stay tuned until the end of the episode because we are going to be announcing a giveaway that we are currently having on our page for Eating Disorder Awareness Week. So first off, we're going to give some statistics about eating disorders that you might or might not have heard of before, but we think that they are something that should be widely known about and for people to understand a little bit more. So the first one is that eating disorders affect at least 9% of the population worldwide. This is pretty crazy to think about because that's almost 10% of all people in the world that are affected with some kind of eating disorder. And it really does make sense in a way just because of how prominent diet culture is in our society and how much the ideal of beauty is held at a higher standard than most other things. And there's a lot of pressure to look a certain way depending on where you live and what the beauty ideals are for that country is held at a higher standard than most other things. And there's a lot of pressure to look a certain way depending on where you live and what the beauty ideals are for that country. Another fact is that less than 6% of people with eating disorders are medically diagnosed as underweight. So this goes to the point that you can't tell if someone has an eating disorder just by looking at them. People could be really struggling with some type of eating disorder, but they might not, quote, look like they have one. It's important to remember that there is no one type of body type. There's no one type of look for people that are struggling with eating disorders. And unfortunately, since this is the stigma that goes along with eating disorders, a lot of people feel like they don't fit the look for having an eating disorder and thus they don't deserve help, which is just not true at all. If you are ever someone that has struggled with any kind of eating disorder or disordered eating, let us tell you here today that you do deserve help. These disorders are so difficult to deal with. They completely take over your life and anyone that has ever had to deal with them deserves help. Another fact about eating disorders is that eating disorders actually have the highest mortality rate of any mental illness. A lot of times eating disorder treatment is not always covered by insurance companies and this is pretty crazy considering that the eating disorders do have the highest mortality rate of any of the mental illnesses. So I think that this is something that if you know someone that might not understand eating disorders or you're trying to explain to a family member or to a close friend, 
about eating disorders and how serious they are that you could give them this statistic that might help them understand a little bit more how serious eating disorders really are. Some other general information about eating disorders is that eating disorders are complex and influenced by both genetic and environmental factors. So the whole nature versus nurture debate in the case of eating disorders, it's really both. In addition to that, eating disorders do not discriminate against sex, age, or race. So basically, they can affect anyone. So the next part of the episode is going to consist of us going through the different types of eating disorders and just giving a little bit a little bit of information about each one so that way you can understand all the different types of eating disorders and just bring some awareness to some that might not be talked about as much so that way that you will be educated about all the different types of eating disorders, or if you are someone that is struggling with a lesser known eating disorder, we want you to know that everyone is welcome here in the Ed Recovery Blog family. We support you no matter what way that your eating disorder is manifesting in your life. Eating disorders have very similar root causes and factors that lead up to the eating disorder, and so really the different types of eating disorders are more like just different ways that they show up in your life, but a lot of the root causes are very similar. Everyone in the Ed Recovery blog family is welcome and supportive of each other regardless of which specific eating disorder that you are struggling with. So first we are going to start off with binge eating disorder. Binge eating disorder is characterized by recurrent episodes of eating large quantities of food. People that are struggling with binge eating disorder feel a loss of control or some sort of shame and guilt after the binge. The main difference between binge eating disorder and bulimia is that those struggling with binge eating disorder do not usually use a behavior such as purging or excessive exercising to counter the binge eating. The next eating disorder that we're going to talk about is anorexia nervosa. Anorexia nervosa is an eating disorder that deals with the restriction of food and an intense fear of gaining weight. This can sometimes mean that the person struggling with anorexia will have some kind of weight loss and is underweight. But we want to point out here that this is not always the case. Just because someone does not look underweight does not mean that their eating disorder is any less valid than someone that is. It's important to remember that you cannot tell if someone has anorexia or any other eating disorder just by looking at them. And we'd also like to plug in here that if you are someone that has felt like you are not worthy of recovery or you are not worthy of treatment because you don't fit this stigmatized version of what an eating disorder should look like, we want to tell you here today that you are worthy of recovery. Eating disorders are not a cookie cutter looking thing. They are not exactly the same. Everybody struggles in different ways, but that does not mean that your struggle and that your journey is not valid. We are here for you, and every one of you that's listening today is welcome in the Ed Recovery Blog family, and we love you all so much. The next eating disorder that we're going to go over is bulimia nervosa. Bulimia nervosa is an eating disorder that deals with binge eating that is characterized as being out of control. 
Bulimia nervosa also includes some kind of behavior that is meant to compensate for what the person struggling ate. So some of these behaviors can be purging or excessive exercise. We're not going to go into all of the different types of behaviors because this can be triggering for some people, but basically it's just some kind of behavior to try to compensate for the whatever you ate. The next disorder that we're going to talk about is the acronym ARFID, and this stands for Avoidant Restrictive Food Intake Disorder. ARFID is similar to anorexia in that they both include food restriction. However, with however, this disorder does not generally include a fear of gaining weight or body dysmorphia. The next eating disorder is called PICA. PICA is an eating disorder that involves eating items that are not usually considered food. PICA can sometimes coexist with other mental health disorders that are associated with impaired functioning. So this can be an intellectual disability on the spectrum of autism or schizophrenia. The next disorder is rumination disorder. This disorder involves regurgitation of food on a consistent basis. This can mean that food is rechewed, re-swallowed, or spit out. And finally, the last disorder that we're going to go over today is the acronym OSFED. And that stands for Other Specified Feeding or Eating Disorders. And this actually replaced the term EDNOS, which stood for Eating Disorder Not Otherwise Specified. This disorder is characterized as someone who still has a very significant eating disorder, but they don't meet all the criteria for the other eating disorders that we mentioned here today. So those are the eating disorder statistics and facts that we are going to be bringing up today. We want to remind everyone that Eating Disorder Awareness Week is a great time to try to explain to anyone in your life that might not understand eating disorders to the deepest way. There's a lot of literature and information out there that you can try to educate a loved one about eating disorders and a little bit more about your struggle. So we hope that you could use this podcast or you can use some of the information that you learn from the podcast to help educate someone in your life and hopefully make the people that are surrounding you a little bit more understanding or they might just be able to understand what you're going through a little bit more. Like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we are holding a giveaway in honor of National Eating Disorder Awareness Week. So what we are doing for this one is we have a graphic on our Instagram page. Our Instagram is just at edrecoveryblog. And we have an infographic that kind of goes over the general information that we talked about today. And for this giveaway, you can tag someone in the comments for an entry, someone that you think would be interested in learning some of the facts that the infographic has about eating disorders and to help bring that awareness. And you can also share it to your story on Instagram and that will count as another entry. So we really would encourage you to enter the giveaway and to spread this information to as many people as you can, because this is going to help bring awareness to eating disorders that will help get more funding for eating disorders and just help for society as a whole to understand how serious eating disorders are and how many people are struggling with them. The winner of the giveaway will be randomly selected and you will be winning a $50 Starbucks gift card. 
we figured that most people love Starbucks. We certainly do. And so we thought this would be a good prize for that. So definitely enter on our Instagram page and we will be selecting the winner on Monday, March we know that there can be days where you feel like giving up and that you feel like there is not a light at the end of the tunnel, but we want to promise you that there is. We have been there. We understand what it's like to think that you might not ever recover from your eats possible and you are so worth it. As always, thank you so much for listening. We are so happy to have you in the Ed Recovery Blog family and we will see you here next week. Bye!